0: These days here in the states, it's, it takes the form of maybe getting a Twitter mob angry at you, or being cancelled, or trolled. If you if you if you do a normal search, look up Syracuse Baptist Church, a couple things down, you'll find that I am a hate preacher, and there's fire behind me, and whoa, you know. I don't usually visit that particular video very often. <laughs> but that's that's nothing. So what? I don't even I don't even want to wear it as a badge of honor. I just think it's annoying. I want to apologize
1: to Mr. Tim Buchong and the viewers. I took a bad approach in this video that I made back in 2020. I don't think it helped bridge dialogue among theists and atheists and perhaps even put up emotion fueled barriers. Since then, I have learned that a much better approach is to ask thought-provoking questions that encourage honest reflection on the epistemology of the belief. That is what I am going to do today. Mr. Bushon, I think there is a very high likelihood that you will be viewing this video. I appreciate you taking the time to watch it. I am going to steelman your belief and the reasons for it and ask many questions. If I misrepresent you, I want to be corrected. I would also appreciate if you are able to respond to the questions I ask. I do earnestly
0: want to know your answers. All right, let's get started. From Leviticus 18 and 20, you will not lie with a male as one lies with a female. It is Toeva, an abomination. Both of them have committed a detestable act. They shall surely be put to death and their blood guiltiness is on them. God's words don't try to massage the sinner as to not give offense, no. It's the beautiful thing about the Bible. It tells it like it is. It really does. Here's how it is and here's the solution. The words and phrases the Bible uses are like this, detestable abomination, shameful, vile affections, gross immorality, strange flesh. This communicates very clearly what God has said about upending his creational norms in exchange for the man or woman in the mirror, a mirror image. So we know what God has said.
1: To repeat back what I'm hearing, Mr. Bouchon, You believe that homosexuality is an abomination, or inherently evil. The reason you believe this is the case is because the Bible states this. What makes you believe that the Bible is accurate in regards to homosexuality being an abomination? I think you may answer by stating the Bible is the Word of God. Why do you believe the Bible is the Word of God? I imagine you may say that you use faith, or perhaps personal experience, to determine that the Bible is the Word of God. Why is faith, or personal experience, a reliable method for determining which religious text is the Word of God? Can someone who believes in Hinduism read the religious texts and determine based on faith or personal experience that their text is the word of their gods? Does this mean that Hinduism is true? Can someone use faith or personal experience to believe that this book is true? If I have faith that this book is true, does it mean that this book is actually true? I'd like to ask a hypothetical question. I know that this isn't actually in the Bible, but please bear with me for the question. If you were to read in the Bible that eating a specific type of fruit can cure disease X, I would assume you would believe this is true because it is in the Bible. If you were to find out, to your satisfaction, however this might be, perhaps you found some evidence that this fruit cannot cure disease X. Would you adjust your belief that this fruit can cure disease X? To rephrase the question, if the Bible says a fruit can cure disease X, and you find evidence that the fruit does not cure disease X, do you stop believing that this fruit cures disease X? I don't know how you will answer this question, Tim. If you would adjust your belief, I think that is great. I think that means you are willing to have an open mind and evaluate available evidence. If you would not adjust your belief about the fruit and disease X, why would you not adjust your belief? I genuinely would like to know why. Lastly, is there anything you could discover or learn that could decrease your confidence that the Bible is the 100% accurate word of god? If not, why is that the case? Should we believe things when there is nothing we could discover or learn that could change our minds? Do you think if someone believes that the book of Mormon is true and nothing could possibly change their mind that they should reevaluate why this is the case? Should you do so with the Bible? I want to thank everybody for watching, especially Tim. Uh, I really appreciate your time taking a moment to, to, to listen, to watch. If you're able to answer the questions, that is great. You can leave a comment. You can send me a direct message. If you'd like me not to share your answers, I'd be more than happy to keep them private. Anyways, have a great day. Thank you.